Get Out of Your Own Way with Brittany A. Johnson is a weekly podcast where we learn all the ways we ourselves trip and stumble and get in our own way and what we can do to get out of it. Stay tuned. everybody. So today I want to talk about sabotage and how it shows up in ways in our lives that causes us to show up to places or show up in places and spaces that we normally wouldn't or we're really not comfortable but because something inside of us or something that we read or something's going on that makes us feel like we have to be in those spaces. So when we think about sabotage, we know that sabotage is that deliberate um, destroying of your goals, right? So you are deliberately, whether it is subconsciously or you are intentionally doing it, but you are sabotaging yourself. You are stopping yourself from doing something that you said you wanted to do and many times have started the process to do, right? So when we think about that, we know that that it the easy way to see it show up is people who start new diets. And we see it every January 1, there's these resolutions and everybody wants to get healthy and live a healthier life. And so they, you know, find the diet that they want to try. They find the gym that they want to join and they make it for about two weeks. But then something inside of them just says, forget this. I really don't want to do this. I actually enjoy eating those fatty, greasy burgers. No shame to anyone who who can eat those. Some of us, myself, um, cannot eat a regular hamburger anymore. So no shame to anybody who is doing that. But, you know, we see that and that that's the easy way to look at it. But what about when you think about sabotage and you think about how it has you, especially when you think about imposter syndrome, perfectionism, that's not good enough, when it has you showing up in places that you really don't want to be or really have no business being in. And so I, I like to call that and what I is the photo op, right? So you see pictures and on some pictures, you can just instantly tell that a person is there, but they're really not there. And so over the last few weeks, you know, the internet, um, friends and family, because we've all been staying at home or trying to social distance, we've been sharing a lot more photos. And so I saw a photo and this wasn't anyone in my family or friends. I actually was scrolling on social media and just saw this picture. And you could, I could instantly see that the, one of the people in the picture did not want to be there. Everything about their body language, everything about their facial expressions, Everything just screamed. They would rather be scraping their fingernails on a chalkboard than being in this photo with the people they're in this photo with. And I don't know what was going on prior to that. They could have just had a rough day. Um, they could have had a lot on their mind. So I'm not going to read into to why they had that that expression or that ex, you know that body language. But it did just remind me that there are sometimes that we do things that we really don't want to. But because, again, we have this perfectionism or we have this imposter syndrome or we have this idea we're not good enough, we end up being there. And so when I when I think about that and when I think about how I've seen that play out in my own life and I've seen that play out in lives of people I know, I can I've now been able to kind of start being able to pinpoint that there's this idea that, you know, if you need to be perfect Right. So if your form of self-sabotage is that everything you touch, everything you do has has to be perfect, um, 
then you will oftentimes find yourself in situations where you really don't want to be there. But because somebody else might be there that you think you need to impress or that you think is watching what you're doing, you show up. And that perfectionism tells you, you know, you need to show up and you need to at least look the part. And so we've seen that. And I've, I've met a person once um, and I got their permission before talking about this story. I'm not going to share a name, of course, but I got their permission to talk about how um, this particular girl used to wear a lot of makeup. And one day I was interested in makeup. Um, and so I asked her, like, hey, why do you, you know, tell me about makeup, like, tell me about your process. And so through that conversation, she shared that the more in her mind, the more makeup she could apply, the more she could hide what she was truly feeling. And so if someone saw a picture, they wouldn't be able to tell the pain that she was actually experiencing. And so that was an eye-opening conversation for me. And of course, if you've been listening to the podcast and you know eye-opening conversations or eye-opening situations send me down a path of just exploring how often does this happen to other people? Are these things isolated or is this something that we as a collective experience? And so true, true to, true to it, um, more people I talked to talked about that, not necessarily the makeup piece, but talked about doing things, showing up in places, um, dressing a certain way, making sure they always had on a certain cologne or perfume because they needed to be perfect and they needed people to see this image that they wanted to portray because what was really going on was extremely painful and they didn't want anyone to know what they were experiencing. How many of you can admit openly to yourself, of course, that you've done that? Perfectionism has caused you to show up in places and spaces that you really didn't want to be because it really wasn't aligned with your beliefs, it wasn't aligned with your mission, or was in line with your goals, or you just didn't feel comfortable doing that. Think about some of your old pictures or your old situations and see, did perfectionism show up for you in that way? Or maybe you're like some of the other people that I've encountered where it's it's more of that not good enough. So you have this idea that you are not good enough. Maybe you, and you've, you've probably heard me say this before because it, it typically starts in childhood. So maybe little you heard someone say you were not good enough or heard someone make comments that then planted this seed inside of you that you were not good enough. And so in order to fill that void, many of us just start doing all types of things to to fill it, to add to the enough, because our brains tell us the more you can do, the more you can get done, then you will feel enough. But what we often find out, and many of us unfortunately don't figure it out until we're in our 30s and we're exhausted and we've got bags on our eyes. So then if you're a female, you are then trying to wear a lot of makeup, right? Because you're trying to hide that. Um, or if you're a guy, you're noticing that maybe your hair is thinning too soon. Or maybe, you know, you're gaining a lot of weight in your, in your midsection. Um, and so then we start realizing like, wait a minute, I've done all of these things and yet I still don't feel right. I still don't feel like I'm good enough. And that's because that good enough is more of a belief and you have to challenge that belief with other thoughts as opposed to things. But think about how not good enough shows up and makes you be in photos and videos and places and spaces again that's not aligned with anything you actually believe. Or think about how sometimes our relationships, if we have this idea of not good enough, how we will just attach ourselves to people and things and movements and situations that it's getting a lot of attention. And so we then feel like if I can be a part of that, then that will also make me feel good enough and make this this feeling I have that it's an empty tank that I'm trying to fill 
it will make that go away. It will fill that tank. Newsflash, unfortunately, that's not how these things work, right? So again, when we talk about not good enough, the way to challenge that is to find thoughts and beliefs that, that counter it and evidence for countering it. So maybe sometimes the evidence is as small as, you know what, my friends asked me to go out and I knew that the place they were going was not for me. So I said, no, that can be, you know, a way that you can use that situation as, you know what, I was able to stand up for myself or stand up for what I believe in without having to be confrontational, without having to make it a, a drama filled situation. So that can often help people as well when you start thinking about, kind of how not good enough shows up there. And then lastly, we're going to talk about imposter syndrome. So that is a hot topic right now. Um, I've spoken on that topic itself numerous times this year alone, and I don't see it going away anytime soon. And so when we think about imposter syndrome, and that is that belief that someone is going to somehow figure out you're a fraud. So someone is going to see you or learn something and and find out that you are not what you say you are. It also is this belief that you don't have enough experience or education um, to talk about a topic or to be in a place or a space. And so we're seeing that a lot lately with people who are wanting to speak out about the injustices that are going on in the world. They're wanting to speak out about um, just different things related to every aspect of life. And there are people who are saying, well, I want to talk about this, but I'm really scared. I'm really nervous because I don't think I have enough experience, education, or knowledge. On the flip side, there are people who are saying, you know what? I am feeling that. So let me show up in every single space I can be in so that I can somehow get some additional knowledge or get something that rubs off on me. And then I can, I can, I can be there. I can speak about that. And on a personal level, here recently, I myself was having to deal with, you know, thoughts of imposter syndrome because I was featured in an article um, and there was another therapist that was featured in an article and I've seen this therapist's work. I've seen them be on TED Talks. I've seen them be on YouTube. I've seen them be in tons of spaces talking about this topic and I myself have not been in those spaces yet. Not that I'm not going, but I just haven't been there yet. And so for about 10 minutes, I literally was like, I just don't even, I should just, you know, pull my whole self out of the situation. I should call the reporter back and say, you know what, don't feature me because now I found out you've got, you know, a heavy hitter in there. And I was able to say, Brittany, stop. You have experience, you have knowledge, you have everything that you need inside of you. And if you've read my book, that is probably on page number one because I truly believe that everybody already possesses what they need inside of them it's just a matter of digging it out it's a matter of uncovering it it's a matter of of helping you recognize what it is and how to use it because when you are not just showing up for a photo op when you are actually showing up in a space that you are you want to be in and need to be in and should be in all of those things go away And it doesn't matter because you know and you can be confident that you do have these things. So think about yourself. Do any of these resonate with you? Have you found yourself doing any of the three or some variation of all of them? Because let's be honest, most of us end up when we sabotage, we don't have limits to it. We go all in or all out, which again adds to sabotage. So think about that for yourself. But then let's talk about what can you actually do, right? So It's not that you just have to accept that this is how it is and you go on. But what you can start doing is 
Take an inventory of yourself. Take inventory of your skills. Take inventory of your knowledge. Take inventory of your experiences. And use those to help yourself create a, a statement that you will say to yourself that says, Hey, self, this is how we know we're okay to be here. This is how we know we want to be here. And we're not just going to show up to be on a photo or be featured with someone. The other thing you can start doing if you want to make sure that you're showing up where you really want to show up is start checking those shoulds. So I often tell people that should, in my opinion, is one of the most dangerous words in our vocabulary. Because in my opinion, should is one of the most absolute words you can say to yourself. Try this quick exercise to see if you agree with me. So think about the last time you said should to yourself or say it in a sentence now to yourself. I should be doing this and sit and identify how it felt. If you are looking at a past situation, think about how you felt if you didn't get that thing accomplished. Did you notice that it? you seem to feel like you failed at something or that you're missing out on something or that something is not happening? Because that's a thing, right? Like, so that's what, in my opinion, makes should the most dangerous word. So you want to check those shoulds so that you can, again, be sure that you are aligning yourself with places and spaces that truly fit your beliefs. And if you're not sure of your beliefs, if you even need to start back there, because let's be honest, a lot of us have to start at the beginning when we realize and we evolve and and start moving towards what we ultimately want to be. So start checking those. Check your beliefs. What do I what do I believe in? What do I think is right? How do I want to live? How do I want to feel? How do I want to be? How do I want to show up? So those are those things. Those are how you can start doing that. Another piece to this whole component um, where sabotage is showing up in terms of photo ops is this uh, fear of missing out or FOMO as it's starting to be called. And the other day I received an um, uh, email from a company and they were using the FOMO logic to get people to purchase more clothing because if you have this fear of missing out then you're definitely going to want to show up in places where people are even if you don't agree with it you're going to show up because again I don't want to miss out I want to be right where everybody's at I want to make sure that I am feeding this not good enough beast I want to make sure that I'm feeding this perfectionist beast I want to make sure I'm feeding this imposter syndrome beast So that fear of missing out also tends to have people show up in places and spaces they don't want to be. So you want to check that. You want to check it. Am I doing this because I believe in it and I think I need to? Or am I doing this because I have a fear of missing out? Or I have a fear of someone calling me out because I'm not doing it? And we are living in in a space right now where people are calling each other out left and right for everything. I just saw earlier this week where celebrities are calling each other out on who's doing more for their community. And while it seems to be, or at least I want to believe that it is an attempt to just get more community activism going and get more celebrities to give back to their communities, a part of me feels like it's probably more of that fear of missing out, probably more of that trying to call each other out because we want everybody to believe what we believe. So check yourself on those things. Identify what is it for you. What are the reasons and and the reasons, let's just say that. What are the reasons that you show up in these places and in these spaces? Is it because it's really aligned with you or are you doing it because sabotage has shown up in your life? So sit with that, think about it, and then start doing the things we talked about, right? So you've got that checking those shoulds, making sure it's aligned with your beliefs and that fear of missing out. Checking all those things to ensure that you really are showing up and doing 
what you want to do. For added bonus, another thing you can do is start to think about in advance what would be a situation or a statement that would trigger you to start sabotaging. For a lot of us, it is lack of following through with plans that we create or what we call those self-care plans. So if you know and you're a person who lives with anxiety or depression and you're in therapy, your therapist is likely talking to you about creating a routine that makes sure you're checking in with yourself on a regular basis and that you're checking your fears and you're really challenging some of those distorted or unhealthy, unhelpful thoughts. So if you stop doing those, that will be a situation that would, that could cause you to fall right back into this old trap of, of showing up and doing that. Because we know, again, when you think about anxiety and depression and things like that, we know that when we stop following through on our plans, that it makes it easier for us to slip back into old thought patterns. It makes it easier for us to um, get exhausted. And when you're exhausted, you definitely slide back into old thought patterns. It is like the fastest way to let go of something you've been working really hard on is to let yourself get exhausted. But like we've already talked about, sabotage and this idea of showing up for a photo op or showing up because you think you need to that will also lead to exhaustion now you will be exhausted if this is your 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 life's mission and you're not taking care of yourself you still can have exhaustion but there is this type of exhaustion that shows up when you are doing something that doesn't feel right and doesn't fit right so that's another exercise you can do think about the last time you did something that was not aligned with what you wanted to do or believe in And notice how your body reacted. Did you notice that your shoulders were tense? Was your stomach upset? Was your whole body kind of aching? Did you just instantly feel tired? Those are typical signs that you are doing something that is not aligned. And you might want to check it. Because the last thing you want to do is be tired and exhausted and not able to do the things that you want to do. Or just enjoy the life that you have set up for yourself. So think about that and let me know. Have a good one.